one of my mentors said to me one time that basically you need the boredom. There's magic mm-hmm. on the other side of it. If you can be with the boredom rather than distracting yourself with something like a phone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Hi, I'm Joe, Dr. Energy Piazza. And I am Rara is in the house, Catherine is Sarah Myers. And welcome back to our BU Network podcast, Conversations Worth Having. We appreciate you spending time with us. And in our podcast, you can expect three things from us. The guest moment, the BU moment, and the final moment. Good afternoon. For the real time of what we're doing right now, it is sort of the afternoon. So I want to say hi, Dr. Energy. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yourself? Mm, I'm doing good because I am doing my favorite thing. I'm looking at greenery. And no, it's not money. It's trees. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are in Canada, so all our money is not green like it is in the U.S. Oh, that's right. That's right. Look at me, forgetting what country we're yeah, so in. You're, so you're looking at colors, right? Mm, that's, <laughs> yes, looking at all the colors. Right. And you know why I'm looking at colors? Because I'm a little bored today. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I wanted to just say that, what do you do when you're bored? But before we talk about that, before we get into it, I want to say to our guests, we made a promise and we made a promise to give a very special audible on each and every show your job as the audience is to find it you know the game where's waldo well here we will ask you to listen for the audible keep your ears open once you think you've heard the sound that we're talking about Mm -hmm. give us a message Text us if you know how to do that, if you got our numbers, send us an email, whatever you want to do. Just give us some more feedback. We really enjoy doing that. Mm -hmm. And if you're bored, then tell us what other sounds you'd like us, what other audible sounds, audibles you'd like us to use. So let's talk about today's show. Absolutely. What do you think about the subject? Boredom. Wow. Is that like, you know, when the kids say, mom, I'm so bored. I don't know what to do. Oh, yes. We know that. I've well, heard that one a few times. Oh, yes. I've heard it lots of times. And even myself, I felt like I've said it lots of times. Like, <laughs> we, we had some great references for today's show. Yes. And we, we read some articles and we listened to podcasts on why boredom is good for you, which right. is kind of funny too. Really, why would it be good for you? Jay Shetty, he yep. had his, his guests on. Yep, Yuval Harari. Yep. That's right. And what I got out of that, I wanted to just reference it first, <laughs> is I was understanding that we're not addicted to our phones. Right. We are addicted to the feeling that we get the joy Mm. from what the phone gives us. So Uh, you see people walking around with their phones and you know, I I read an email today from a friend and it was really cute because at the end of the email, it says my 
my dingy, sticky device that makes me check it a hundred times. That was his closing line. That was great. I'm going to make sure he listens to the podcast because he'll know that it was him. I thought that's so cute. It makes us check it a hundred times, but it's not the phone that we want to see what is somebody saying to me. It's once we do get some kind of a message that gives us this feeling and that's what we're going for. We're going for how am I going to feel? Because at this moment, Right. I'm not doing anything. Now, Jay talks about how he meditates. Go ahead. You were going right. to say something. Yeah, it was, I was just, I was, I was going to share a story as well about how, you know, in that, in that podcast, that aspect that you're talking about, he mentioned about, you know, you go into a room and everybody's on their phones because nobody knows how to just sit quietly or have a conversation with the person next to them anymore. We, we want that hit on our phone. In fact, I was driving to the hardware store the other day to pick up some stuff to make some repairs and I was at a stoplight and I looked over at the bus stop and there were eight people, because I counted, waiting for the bus and every single one of them, except for one, was on their phone, looking at their phone, head bent over and ninety de- neck bent at 90 degrees. Mm. The only person that wasn't on the phone was an older woman. She was probably looked to be like she was in her late 60s, early 70s. So maybe not that much older, but <laughs> she obviously didn't either didn't have a phone or wasn't that concerned about it. And she was actually just sitting there, head up, looking around, observing the world around her. So it was quite interesting having listened to that podcast and then seeing all these people next bent at 90 degrees, stressing themselves out, looking for that hit uh, from their phones. Right. You know better than ev- well. You know better than everyone. You know Mm. uh, better than anyone what that does to our posture. Right. So when I look at my phone, I know that I'm usually waiting for something because I'm working on something. So I have dings and pings and special rings and special tones (laughs) for people. So I'll know who it is, you know, so I'll make sure that that's the one that I'm waiting for. Mm Mm-hmm. Not that I would say that's the one I'm not waiting for, but so I'm usually working on something, but if I'm not working on something and um, I'm taking a walk or I'm at my yoga class, you know, the phone's away. So there is, there are definitely times that my phone is nowhere near me and I'm not bored, even though I don't have my phone. And I look to, you know, nature maybe, or not that you would know, but I look to nature, I'll look up the sky or I'll listen to the birds and I'll see if that can give me the feeling Mm-hmm. that I'm looking for. Because if right. the feeling is always electronic, if the feeling is always this instant gratification, I don't know what that's going to be like, you know, 10, 20 years from now, because we're, we're conditioning, right? We're conditioning ourselves. Right. The nervous for system. All of, yeah. And it's too much. Um, so boredom. So what happens, in my opinion, when I get bored, I like what Jay Shetty said, and I do what he does. So we talked about this before the show. Like Jay Shetty said, did you meditate today? We we can do that. When I'm bored, when I don't have something to do, when I'm not in the middle of Mm -hmm. a major project or a little project, I do look to have that time where Mm. I can breathe. Now, if I'm truly bored, 
like perhaps I'm doing something for too long or I'm waiting <laughs> online somewhere or I feel like that's just too long in the market and I don't want to be the 20th person in line. Right. What do I do? I will pick up my phone and I will make appointments. So I will look to engage with someone. I will call someone. I won't necessarily, I will never play a game. I won't necessarily throw something out there like a dart and look to see what happens, but I will if I have appointments and people that I want to talk to, I'll use right. that time to say, you know, how's it going? I would like to call it productive time. Right. So that's what I would do with what might be a moment of boredom. But I do definitely appreciate having solitude, having quiet. I appreciate right. lighting a candle and letting it burn and watching it burn. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, having that downtime. It. I remember... One of my mentors said to me one time that basically you need the boredom. There's magic mm -hmm. on the other side of it. If you can be with the boredom rather than distracting yourself with something like a phone, uh, and, in and in fact, like you, I actually took, I had a few games on my phone. Uh, and I actually took them off the phone so that I wouldn't be distracted and want to play the games. Most of it was like solitaire and card games. I'm not into all, all the other types of games. Mm. And in fact, I even on most of my social media turned off most of the notifications. So it's not pinging, my phone's not pinging mm. me and dinging me every time somebody posts something on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever it is. So I actually have to go into it into the right. application to to find out what's going on. So I find that I don't use it as much and that's been a really good strategy for me. But on the other side of the boredom is the magic. And by allowing ourselves to just be bored, it allows things to percolate through our minds. Albert Einstein said something that really fits here. He said that 99 times I try to think and I get distracted or confused. One time when I just let myself be bored or let my mind wander in that boredom, the solution comes to me. Now, that's not exactly what he said, but it was, I'm paraphrasing it a little bit. Right. But basically, it's allow yourself to be bored and it will actually stimulate your creativity. You know, we read a, another separate article by, by uh, Stephen Guys who said, to fight boredom and get, you know, just, you know, do something so that you don't get bored. And he was equating boredom with depression. And I don't necessarily do that. Can you be bored and be depressed? Absolutely. Can you be depressed and be bored? For sure. But I don't believe that one necessarily leads to the other. You can be bored and not be depressed. You can be depressed and not be bored. But it's important sometimes to really you know, so I'm looking for really get dig deep into the boredom, really be with it. You know, what was the Walt Whitman quote was about sucking the marrow out of life from dead poet society, right? He said, suck the marrow of life, get it all the juice, carpe diem, seize the day. So even if it's boredom, seize the boredom, play with it and, and really get into it and see what shows up for you. Right. I can envision as you're speaking about that, taking a walk and, enjoying what I'm looking at, sitting mm -hmm. by the ocean, sitting by the lake, sitting off the dock, and not even considering that boredom, but considering that the time that we need to recharge and regenerate. So that would be different than downtime. I'd like to address 
boredom, mm-hmm. death by PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few of those. <laughs> we're sitting in a, in a room, we're having someone present to us, we're ex- information, we're ready to go, and suddenly we're thinking, oh my goodness, will you ever finish? I right. am done. I want to pick up my phone, but I'm sitting in the front. I want to pretend like I have something else to do, but I'm sitting in the front. What do I do then? So here's a strategy that I'd like to share, especially if I have high expectations and I'm going into a presentation, I'm expecting something awesome. And there'd be no reason why I would expect anything less. Right. And I'm getting killed with this PowerPoint, for example. Right. I put myself in the position of the presenter. I do everything possible to make eye contact. Right. Because at some moments I feel like I am the only person in the room and I want that presenter to connect to me. Right. Because I believe that that presenter can connect to someone. It might give them that one degree difference Mm. to make a slight change. So instead of tuning out, instead of shutting down, Instead of looking away, instead of closing my eyes and falling asleep, which I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do that. But instead of internally sh- shutting off or turning off, I go in to the next step to see if I, now this is if it's live, if I could make a difference. Right. Because I believe that everybody can make a difference. And if we all did that, if there was something really awful going on in a room and we all walk away from it, probably nothing's going to happen. But if there was something going on and everyone started to put energy into it, I believe that we can change it. So there's a a strategy for boredom, especially if you're live with someone and they're able to make a face to face with you, as we call it, an in your face moment. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And that's a great, that's a great strategy. One of the other things that, that I like to do, um, as a presenter or when I'm speaking is I really try to uh, vary the tone of my voice or the energy in my voice and really allow the energy to come through behind the words of, of what I want to impart to help the audience, to help my audience get engaged. And then when I'm, when I'm sitting in the audience, I'm, like you, I try to make that eye contact with people or, or make it a little bit more obvious of a head nod or a thumbs up to the presenter, like, yes, I'm getting what you're saying to help encourage them so that they keep their energy up and keep, and keep engaged because there's nothing worse than a presenter or a speaker who disengages from their audience. And that, you know, when you want to talk about a recipe for boredom, there you go. Right. And, you know, when we're listening to people, whether it's live or we're watching a video, which mm-hmm. we watch videos. Oh, yeah. Someone said to me the other day, I, I happened to record a video for, for my website. Mm-hmm. And someone said, oh, that's great. It wasn't your presentation voice. It was your conversation voice. I right. really enjoyed that. And I was so excited that Carolyn said that. Like, yay, Carolyn, for doing right. that. Carolyn, 
special notable mention to Carolyn Jackson for <laughs> making sure that she absolutely heard that. She's like, I like your conversation voice. It wasn't, so it wasn't that, you know, pitchy presenter's voice where mm -hmm. you want to make sure everybody in the room hears you. So right. you're speaking and projecting and you're making, but it was the conversation voice like we're having now. Like we're doing and, now, yeah. Exactly. And we're being real and we're letting our natural voices come out and we're taking a breath and mm. we're doing what we would do. So that that's another way to look at when you're doing something, when you're performing, when you're presenting something to someone, think about how it, how it sounds. Mm. How does it feel? How does the other person feel when you're speaking at them? I had a conversation today with a girl who said the person she was speaking with kept yelling at her. She was yelling loud. Wow. And that was too much for her. She couldn't right. handle that conversation. So there's another way to get bored. Right. And it's like, bored in this, yeah, sorry. It's like, it's, like, it's like texting or emailing somebody with the caps lock on, right? Mm -hmm. you, you, get, you tune it out after a while. Right, exactly. You're, you're on point. So you get bored because somebody's doing something that is just not engaging. And it's, it's not something that you really feel that you can have a monologue about. So boredom mm. can occur in the middle of activity right if we don't check you check if there's gas in the car you check if the tires are okay <laughs> if it's an electric car you just get in it and drive it because <laughs> it's going to generate worry. its own energy right right if you have a hybrid or you're driving a tesla like our friends josh and yaman you're doing it you're having yeah. a great time with it but you can get bored in the middle of an activity for sure right. And that's the kind of boredom I would like to talk about. Okay. What do you do, right? What do you do in the middle of an activity when you get bored? Do you take your eyes off the road? What, so what do you do when you're in the middle of something and somebody turns you off? Mm, so it's funny because I was going to ask you the same question. It was popping ah. in my head. We're, share, we're, we're sharing the brain again ah. today. <laughs> <laughs> do you, does that mean you don't want to go first? No, no, it's okay. I'll go first. It means just means we're on the same wavelength. I think it's, yes. it's really cool. Um, so when, when I'm in the middle of something and somebody turns me off and I have, find that I'm getting bored, what do I do? That's the question? Yes. Okay. What I tend to do is, like you said, check the fuel. What's going on? Where is my mind going to? Am I judging this presenter or speaker? Am I thinking, oh, I could do a better job than this because I've had those thoughts in the past before and sat through presentations and speeches like that? Or am I saying, wow, what can I learn from this? So I try to turn it, I try to turn the situation around, and say, what can I learn from this person standing in front of the room, good, bad, or otherwise? What is the lesson that I can learn? Or what is what can I what can I learn from their message? So the information that they're sharing, although I may not necessarily love the way that it's being presented to me, there's still something that I can learn from that message. I'm in that, I've been in that presentation or that speech or that conference or that webinar for a reason. So what is it? So as soon as I start to engage that way, the boredom disappears like that. Mm -hmm. And I start to, and I start to stay more engaged again and have more interest in it. And my energy picks up and any tiredness or heavy eyes or wanting to check my phone disappears. So that's what I okay. do. Okay. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. And yourself? Yes. One of the things that I do is I think about if it's a live 
person talking to me, mm -hmm. whether they're in face-to-face -face or on the phone, I wonder what are they thinking and feeling when they're speaking right. to me that they have to do that like that? Are mm. they not feeling heard by me? Right. Am I not giving the cues, the body language, or the messages to them that I'm getting what they're saying? So if someone is directing something at me and I'm getting bored while they're talking. So I'm thinking, right. Oh my gosh, I've heard this 10 times. already. <laughs> uh, maybe I did not step up to the plate and give a communication because they say often the things that are going on are reflections of us. So was there a time right. where I did that to someone where I didn't give them a chance to say anything? So I do think about what I am doing to them or towards them. So I put mm. myself in their eyes again. I put myself in their shoes and think, right. if I'm doing that, would I do that? And what is it that I can do differently? So I take that approach. But if it's something that I'm in the middle of, you know, a concert, and I hate to tell you this, but I have fallen asleep in some places. <laughs> and that's tired. That's not boredom, but that's tired. But I, I can get bored in the middle of a, of a room and, and an activity. And the other sure. thing that I do is I think about my own energy levels. So being Dr. Energy, you understand yeah. what you have to do to keep that up. Right. But if there is a low energy level, I wonder if that is a direct correlation with getting bored. So mm. when I wake up in the morning, for example, I'm ready to go. And often it doesn't matter what time it is, I'm ready to go. But there are, there are days where you know I can call it a night, whether it's at one o'clock or two o'clock or three in the morning or 11 at night, or it could just right. be one of those nights at 9.30, everything turns off. <laughs> I don't even know. I've had a few of those. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. not recently, but I've had a few right. of those. But you know, you just turn it off and you say you want to yeah. do that. But what I'd like to point out is if I am busy, if I have high energy, I'm mm. fueled. If right. I'm busy and I have low energy, I might tend to get bored. So I need to check myself. I need to check in with my physical well-being. I also need to check if I'm feeling what I'm doing. Am I paying right. attention to the signs? Is boredom something that just slaps me in the head like a brick wall? Like, oh, there it is, boredom. Or am I catching the signs of boredom? Am I, you know, looking at, I use peppermint oil, like I do all these things to keep myself, right. you know, up and awake. Actually, not that I'm sleepy now, but I have peppermint oil infusing in the room at my bridge room mm, that I'm in. That just, that's so invigorating. Isn't that? So I make sure I put some on my temples and the back of my head, on my wrists. I infuse peppermint mm. oil and I'm ready for our show. These are the things that I do to also make mm. sure that I stimulate my senses. So if I'm in the middle of something that's busy and going on, I do think about what I've done to that person or what I could do to that person to help them direct it differently. I think if I've ever done it and to them or to anyone mm. else. And I also think about my own, my own body signs and my body language and make right. sure that I have energy because boredom can come with tiredness and lack of energy. Right. That's, that's beautiful. Thank you. You know, it, my, my favorite uh, scent is actually the citrus citruses, the orange and mm. lemon. If I find that it really energize me or, or, and especially if, you know, pine and, you know, Northern, you know, fur, that kind of, that kind of, uh, outdoorsy, woodsy scent really works for me too. I like those around the holidays and just mm. to add a scent, I'm very partial to frankincense. Oh my God. Rum. That's like my all time favorite. Uh, and if, especially just, if, especially if you have frankincense burning and you make, and you have coffee making in the background along with the frankincense. Oh my God. I'm in, I'm in heaven. <laughs>
What do you think that was? Did you drop the phone again? <laughs> that's our sound. Oh, that's our sound. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, you got me. All I wonder right. if you got our listeners. All right. Well, there you go. I was waiting. I was oh. waiting for a moment. That's called, gave you a little curveball there. Yeah, you did. I'll do it one more I time. Missed the, so I can... missed the curve. <laughs> Well, very there it good, is. Very good. That's our sound. That's our sound for today. Excellent. Excellent. So, I have a question for you now. Yes. I'd like to turn the turn the tables around a little bit on this boredom question. Okay. And I'm a little bored. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so when when you when you are presenting, and you find yourself getting bored as the presenter, either while you're presenting or in preparing a presentation or you find yourself um, repeating things that you've done in other presentations and think, Oh my God, I'm bored doing this. I need, you know, what can I do different? Like, so what, how do you do that? How do you turn that around? Or does oh, it happen to you? That's a good question. Yeah, I was just going to say, do I repeat things in from one presentation to the next? Well, he, here's my process on mm-hmm. that. So when I am the one presenting, speaking, teaching, mm. I have a map, so I I need to know where I'm going. I need to know it's 6.50, it's 9.10. I'm doing this for three minutes. I'm doing this for six minutes. Yeah. I have an hour. I have 45 minutes. So if I'm going to stay on point, I need to know beginning and end. I need to know my middle. If I'm going to work with what's going on in the room and really engage, you know, the information is all in my head. It's like right. a Rolodex that I pull it out. And so I, I'm not going to read notes. That's just something I tend to not do unless I'm going to give like some mathematical statistics sure. that I want to make sure I don't, you know, get that wrong. So I'll be in the moment. I'll engage. I'll feel what's going on. I'll know my beginning, my middle, my end. Right. So I don't have time to get lost. One thing that I make sure I don't do, hopefully you'll tell me if I do do it, <laughs> is I like to stay on point and with the subject and remain exactly where my audience is. So right. I don't want to go behind them. I don't want to go in front of them. I want to be with them. I want to be there with them experiencing. If I'm delivering humor, I want to make sure that I'm giving them humor. And just right. to give you a quick aside, I watched. Sebastian Maniscalco the other day live. He was so hysterical. I mean, just the gestures that he does when he says dig for the information, he gets down, he squats, he pretends like he's got a shovel. We're talking about good humor. So if I'm with my audience and I'm delivering humor, I don't really have time to get bored if I'm truly giving the performance the way that I want to. Right. So I would like to say that I stay with it I know my beginning, my middle, my end. Right. I feel what's going on and I truly deliver from my heart. That's awesome. What about you? I, I, te- I tend not to get bored when I'm actually presenting. I'm, I'm having way too much fun in front of a room or giving a speech or doing what we're doing right now, podcasting. You know, I, I'm definitely, when I get on stage, I'm definitely like to have the spotlight on me. And, and you know, if you give me a microphone, the chances of you getting it back are going to be pretty slim. You might have to fight me for it in front of everybody. Uh, but so, so to be in front of the room is, is, you know, I really enjoy it. It's really energizing for me. So boredom t- 
doesn't usually, uh, in fact, I've never experienced being bored while I'm in front of a room or giving a speech or, or anything like that. Sometimes what I do find is I get a little bit bored creating presentations, creating a speech. And when that happens, I, it's, I find it's because I'm trying to repeat or use too much of what I've already done in the past. I like to mm. keep things novel and new and trying new things, uh, pushing my skills to the edge of my comfort zone. So it might be something like I, I gave one a speech one time in Toastmasters where I play, I, it was a, it was a, a two actor play, uh, an interpretation. And the two actors in, in my play were two teenage girls. So I was having this conversation back and forth as two teenage girls. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the people were absolutely in hysterics. They, you know, they said, oh my God, it was like, you could see the two teenage girls and there, you know, I'm this guy stand there and then another time it <laughs> was funny it was quite funny and then another time i gave a a speech where it was a, a one-act play and the central character was a sociopath and so it's a sociopath not a psychopath mm. a sociopath basically doesn't have any emotion they're very their their emotional affect or their emotional tone is very flat so throughout the whole speech i had to maintain a very neutral tone and some of the comments I got afterwards were, oh, my God, that was kind of scary that you could even be capable of that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, it's good acting and it's good practice for, for being able to exercise how you use your energy, how you use your voice when you're delivering messages. And so I like to, I like to really vary things up. So my next, my next goal or my next skill that I really want to play with more is bringing more humor into my speeches, into what I do, being more uh, conscious of how I bring the humor to what I do. I can definitely see you doing that and there will be no boredom around that <laughs> for sure. I can, I can definitely hear you delivering that. <laughs> Can, can I segue into this BU moment? Absolutely. Okay, because I, you, I was listening to you and I'm thinking, what are you doing right now? And, you know, that's, you were telling me about, you know, you and, and right. speaking and I'm thinking, yes, I can see you doing that. So where, where are you right now? So, you know, as usual for our podcast, I'm in my office and slash studio, but Today, I, I'm really making a, an even more conscious effort than normal to keep my uh, energy lighter uh, and more of a tone. I got, I've, I got a really good night's sleep last night. I had been feeling a little bit tired. And so I'm, I'm, my energy is better today. And I'm really being able to tap into that and be present with it. And I'm, I'm enjoying that as I'm looking out the window, it's just starting to rain here. And the, the, just the... the the smell of the rain freshening the air really is invigorating to me. And I really, really enjoy that. Mm, that's nice. Well, I hear it. I hear in your voice, you're definitely Dr. Energy. I mean, you're Dr. Energy <laughs> all the time, but I, I hear it in you today. That's for sure. Excellent. Well, Thank you. And yourself? Yeah. What are you, what are you up to today? Well, yeah, I'm in my bridge room and I'm standing. So yes. I maybe haven't mentioned that, but I was showing Kate for our audience to know you're in Ottawa and Toronto. Yeah. Uh, I'm standing so that way you could hear, hopefully you could hear my energy. Mm. 
because if I were to sit down, I, you'd probably hear it. So I'm standing. I am also looking out the window. Yep. I have my dumbbell three inches from me because during the course of my conversations, I like to pick up my seven point. Yep, pick up my seven point five. Nice pound dumbbell, and I do one arm at a time. And by the end of the day, who knows how many I do? And that's right. in, in addition to going to the gym. So I decided to get all dressed up today for our podcast. I decided to not go casual and sporty, mm. but I am wearing a dress doing my dumbbell today because I thought, <laughs> let me just see what that's like. I wanted to get dressed up. I wanted to have curly hair. I wanted to put on <laughs> shiny lipstick. Nice. I am drinking some ginger and honey and lemon herbal tea because I like to make sure. Yeah, it's great. It smells good too. My peppermint is infusing. And I thought I would get all prettied up for our show today. And that would come through in my voice. Absolutely. And it absolutely is. Thank you. So that's my BU moment. And I I like to paint the picture. Of course, I'm looking at art at the same time. But I like paint the picture for each of us too to know because we never do know. You know, we're wearing a cap. Are we outside? Are we taking a walk? What are we doing when we're doing our podcast? But yes, we both are very cognizant of what allows us to be our best so that this BU moment is one that our audience can feel and see and well, they can't see it, but they can hear it. Right. And, you know, it's, it's interesting you mentioned about the energy of standing up versus sitting down. I remember reading some research that where even just um, how, you, how you, your perspective is on something will change versus like how you're looking at it. So, for instance, if you're sitting down with reading something or, or, or thinking about a problem that you're trying to solve versus if you stand up, your perspective, your perspective literally changes it on it changes. You actually within your brain and your thinking go to a higher level, a higher perspective. So what I actually like to do sometimes even is, is, and people will look at me funny when I do this in public, cause I've actually done this in public is I'll mm-hmm. actually stand up on a chair and look down <laughs> at my computer or my laptop while I'm working <laughs> just to get a different perspective on it. And then I sit back down and all of a sudden it just changes the energy and changes my thinking. Mm-hmm. And it brings a new, a new energy, a new perspective to whatever it is that I'm doing. Right. That's a great, that's a great idea. One of the, one of the other things that I do is um, I hold crystals. Hmm. So the unit that my laptop is on, well, I'm on my phone right now, but my laptop's in front of me because I like to, sure I have all my necessary information as we're doing our show. Right. I have all these different crystals in front of me. So I, I hold different ones. I put them down. I put energy mm-hmm. <clears throat> into them and I get energy back from them. And I look at the books that I'm going to be reading. So I, I bring all that. I have pictures around me of people that at this moment in my life um, are near and dear to Mm. me and maybe they have been for all of my life. And I have a clock in front of me as well as uh, on my laptop and my phone, but I actually have a a clock that I can watch the second hand go. Mm. What's the second hand? What's, what's that? Is it digital? (laughs) Right. Can you imagine? I I have a clock with a second hand. Yep. It's a, 
quartz clock with a energizer battery in it and it actually ticks when there's nothing yep. else going on and i like to look at that because it gives me a chance to really understand it's not just seven or 701 or then 702 mm -hmm. i can watch it so these are the things that i and i have a bottle of frankincense in front of me as well nice so these this is i guess this is how i get my energy right to like we said stand project have receive right um, i'm receiving the information that you're giving and it's important to receive that and to give it back as you know i take notes when you speak so right. i'm taking notes about what you're saying Perfect. to make sure that i can do those things as well excellent may i ask you about our final moment before you before we do that do you want to talk a little bit about what we've got coming up in some future oh. episodes Absolutely. You know, sure. we'll tease, we can tease it a little bit instead of leaving it right <laughs> to the very end when people are sure. already like, eh, let's, let's talk right. a little bit about it now. We've got, you know, we've got about seven or eight more episodes in the pipeline that we're, that we're looking at with some guests, really interesting guests lined up for those. And they're going to be sharing with us, you know, we've covered a couple of emotions, the passion and the, and the boredom, and we're going to cover some more. And perhaps you'd like to, we're not going to mention the guests' names yet, but you have to listen in for those and come back. Mm -hmm. But we can, how, how about if you mention what some of the emotions are that we're going to be covering? Absolutely. Thank you. So exploring different emotions and how we express them that contribute to you being you. Hmm. We did our research. So to our audience, we researched these emotions so that we could give that to you in 10 podcasts. And as Dr. Energy said, you heard passion. If you haven't, go back and listen to that. <laughs> Boredom. If you got through boredom, then you'll get through anything. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about confidence. It's a great emotion. Yes. Fear. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Think about what comes to mind with fear. Paranoia. Paranoia. That's an interesting one to, to bring in. That's, that's going to be fun. Gratitude. Oh, I love that one. Joy. Hmm. Nail-biting anxiety. Oh, I can hear people chewing their fingernails from here. Uh, Confucius Hearts. confusion. Oh, yes. Mind getting all messed up, wondering what do I do? And excitement. Nice. So for our audience, these are the subjects that we're going to cover. These are the emotions that we're going to explore. So whenever you tune in, know that there will be 10. And catch them all because they're all pretty important to us. During the course of a day, we certainly can have every one of those emotions right. come to play. I'd like to submit that most people probably live in only a very few of those emotions in a day. You know, there's research has shown that there's way more emotions, something like 300 human emotions. And most people live in a very narrow band of emotions. And most of them are this, these 10 that we're covering in these podcasts. You know, we might bring in some anger and, and occasionally some ecstasy, depending on what we're doing. I know we've said that this is not 50 shades of gray, but ecstasy might be in there sometimes. And, you know, there might be de depression might go with anxiety sometimes as well. But how can we expand our ability to be present with all of these emotions so that we can create a richer life 
Because the more emotions that we can get comfortable being with and being present to in others means we can get more present with it in ourselves. So it takes some awareness in ourselves to start really being with these emotions. So this is, this is really important stuff. It is. It is. I am a lot of fun doing our research. So we are not just coming up with this information. We're researching it. You'll know that about us. We've got some scientific process here. Mm -hmm. And if there is an emotion that you would like us to discuss, if there is a subject that you would like, uh, like to hear about, yeah, let us know. Don't be shy. Give yeah. us a shout. Let us know what's going on. May I slip into the final moment? Absolutely. Okay. And we have some more announcements, obviously. Mm -hmm, of course. Okay. So before we get to the announcements, while we're into the information process, and thank you for allowing us to discuss the different, exploring the different emotions. I appreciate that. Let's, let's talk about, this is our BU final moment. To explain what that is, it's our takeaway. After listening, after participating, after both of us presenting our information today, What's one takeaway that you have from today, Dr. Energy? Let me think from, just let me feel it for a second. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my, my takeaway is that it's really important to become aware of where you become bored in your life and to be with that boredom and then turn it around, change it, to something else, come out on the other side of it with some new creativity. Don't just go for the distraction of the, the simple quick hit of, of uh, dopamine and or, and or serotonin, that, that brain hit where you get excited by looking at your phone or, or instigating an argument with somebody or something like that or watching TV. You know That has really good short-term distraction to keep us from getting bored, but long-term, it just, it's just it doesn't have any cumulative effect. Whereas if you really want to do something when you're bored, do something that's gonna have a longer term effect. You know, Catherine, you mentioned something really great. Through the day, besides going to the gym or the yoga studio, you have that seven and a half pound dumbbell and you're doing, you're, you're doing uh, arm curls while you're doing other things. So that's a really, you know, short term, it doesn't really seem to do much. It's only seven and a half pounds and it's only a few curls, but long term, you're building a habit, you're building health and well-being. So, so I think that that's really important. Thank you. Thank you. And, and for yourself. What's My take your... Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about that. My takeaway today was from things that you said. Some of the things, okay, one. So let me give you one, mm. one second. Not, not two. I'm not going to slip in three. <laughs> Maybe two. Mm. Well, <laughs> well, here's what, I, what I'd like to, to see if I can articulate. When we are speaking to other people about ourselves, let's think about when you're in Toastmasters and you're giving a speech and you had... You, you played the part of two teenage girls. Right. I, I was imagining that would feel like for me to be in the audience and how much fun that would be for you. So mm -hmm. when, you're speak, when we're speaking to someone, my takeaway is think about how the other person feels. And if I'm having fun having the conversation, they're probably having fun too. Right. So in terms of boredom, how to elevate myself above it how to rise above boredom mm -hmm. 
is to understand how I am delivering my message, my sound, my tone, my look, my body gesture. How am I doing that? And if, if I'm doing that in good faith, if I'm doing that with my heart and I truly want to give a good message to someone, then they're going to receive it like that. So when you gave your talk and you were the two teenage girls mm -hmm. and you had that energy, I want to make sure that when I'm doing something, when I'm speaking, when I'm listening, when right. I'm into, in, integrating myself into a conversation that's already in place, that I'm doing that with the best of my intentions and with everyone's best interest at heart so that they receive it like that. That's beautiful. And, and your audiences, or your, the people you're, that are listening to you will thank you for it, whether they, they know it or not. That's, that's excellent. Cool. Thank Is you. There, yes. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it, and, you know, with working together with you over the years, that really comes through that we, that we, we really try to deliver the value for, for our audience, for our listeners to really give everything we've got in the moment. Uh, you know, that's something we really try to do because if you're holding some, a, back a piece of yourself, you're not doing yourself or, or anybody else any favor so give you know find out who you are and give yourself away mm, excellent and right. do the best we can and be you exactly exactly thank That's you awesome. can we talk i thank you so much can we talk a little bit about can you talk a little bit about what's next what's coming up well you know we've got our, our the website is is going along really well we're continuing to add things to the website uh, to to make it better and create more value, uh, one of the things that uh, that you we were planning is some online training, some online presentation training, how to put together a presentation or a speech, the process of it, all of those types of things, the nuts and bolts of it. So we're, we're creating that. That's going to be um, available soon. We're also going to be having a live in-person training. Uh, on a similar topics uh, coming up in November. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. I can't, I really can't wait for that. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> the way to, if you know, if you want to find out more about those things, the best way to do it is to go to our emulate the pros page. So this is a, a, a page where you can enter in your email and your first name, and we're going to send you a complimentary video training uh, going over some of our uh, favorite uh, likes and dislikes about presenting and the, the room setup and those those types of things that you can that you can get and start to use right now in your trainings. Also, with with when you sign up, you'll get to stay in the loop with those upcoming announcements about our online training and our live face to face training. So those can, are things. Can, and, yep. Sorry, uh, yeah, it's okay. Can, you can you excite, you're excited. <laughs> I am. I'm like, oh, give our website. Give our yes, website. of course. You, 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 why don't you give it? <laughs> oh, I, okay. B dash u dot network. Simple. Three little letters. B dash u dot network. That's and easy. we'll put that in the show notes as well as the link for the emulate the pros to sign up there and, you know, give it a click, check out the training and uh, we hope to see you at face-to-face -face in a live training one of these days. Let's talk about where that live training is going to be. What city is it going to be in Ottawa? Is it going to be in Ontario? It's going to be in Toronto, in the Toronto area. And 
it's going to, we're putting together a really great site for you with some good food, uh, a great room with some great energy and some great people. So we're really looking forward to it. Oh, those are four really inf interesting pieces of information. I'm taking, as you're talking, I'm taking notes and it's about us. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I want to make sure I have all that. Exactly. Oh, this is fantastic. I'm in the moment. I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, I'm listening to you. I'm definitely yeah. making sure all of those. <laughs> right. You make sure we get all the bases covered, right? So we don't forget anything. Uh, that's right. No way. No way. I have my Google notes up here because this is what I want to make sure that I don't, I don't miss a trick. And when you speak, I listen. Thank Excellent. you so much. Thank you. Two thank yous for being an awesome partner and for making sure that we get everything done that's on our list and more. Excellent. You're very welcome. And thank you for being you and all of the gifts that you bring to being you. I truly appreciate you. Received acknowledged and returned thank you and with that i think we should wrap and we'll be with everybody on the next podcast when we're going to be discussing one of those eight emotions that rara shared with us i'm not sure yes. which one just yet you have to tune in to find out we will catch you at the next podcast thank you for spending your time with us it's yes. truly appreciated Thank you for, thanks for tuning in and uh, lending us your ears. We'll talk to you on the flip side. Ciao. Ciao, Bellas. Actually, ciao, Bellows. Yeah. Huh.